Duke's mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang. The Beer Guys Radio Show On Demand is brought to you by Truck and Tap. Food trucks, craft beer, not your ordinary bar and restaurant. In downtown Woodstock, online at truckandtap.com. The Beer Guys Radio Show, Saturday afternoons at 1 on Atlanta's AM 920. The Answer, streaming to the world at beerguysradio.com. Proudly broadcasting from the AM 920 studios in Buckhead, Atlanta. It's the Beer Guys Radio Show. The only radio show in the South dedicated to art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams. And welcome to another edition of the Beer Guys Radio Show. It's back. We're back. Very excited, Tim. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. I'm Aaron Williams. I'm Tim Dennis. And we are here in the belly of the beast. It is very exciting to be here. We are actually Burnt here Hickory Brewery. at Burnt Hickory Brewery in Kennesaw, talking to the always interesting, always fun Scott Hadeen. He's looking at us now with funny, uh, funny faces. We'll get to yes, him in just a second. Also, uh, we'll talk uh, to Greg Nisnik, uh, the Niz, about the Depot Park Beer Festival that we are going to broadcast live from next week too. So, uh, very exciting things going on. Uh, we're going to be talking all things Burnt Hickory, all things uh, Depot Park Beer Fest, uh, and again, we are here at Burnt Hickory. Brewery in, brewery in Kennesaw, Georgia. So very exciting to be here. It's a good time. You doing yeah, all right? I'm doing well. Great Excellent. week. It's uh, had some good beers this week, Aaron. You did. Uh, you you were a little the... under the weather, oh, right? Man. Let me tell you something. Uh, again, for those of you who have kids, I think you can probably relate to this. If they started up a chemical weapons program again and they do, all they need to do is weaponize the stuff that comes out of daycare centers because that stuff is awful. It is uh, terrible. I was floored with a uh, really bad stomach flu all week long and I know it was bad because not only did I not want beer but I didn't want coffee. That's a double whammy right there. It's the worst. That sounds like a horrible week. Just the lack of beer and coffee alone. Exactly. So, but I'm 100 percent now and I'm good to go. So, I'm did you get some beers that. in this week? I did actually. I got a couple of them. Uh, um, I did uh, had a rogue dead guy uh, ale actually, so okay. I was uh, actually brewing uh, a clone of that. My That's dad and I that, blew, right? brewed that. Wanted to make sure that we were kind of on point with that, so I bought a sixer of the rogue dead guy just to see how it tastes. And I think we're, we're pretty close. So we've got another cool. week before we bottle that, so we'll have to see how that goes. Awesome. Yeah, and of course uh, I always uh, have to wind up with my creature comforts tropicalia. I'm a little bit low on it, so I have to uh, maybe refill, but. I'm thinking I may have to replace my Tropicalia with some digits while I'm while I'm down here too. So yeah, be a good one. Just switch it up a little bit. Absolutely. Little this, little now that, you so. had a much better week. I did. I did. It was a busy week. So last uh, last weekend there was an event in Atlanta, once a year event. It's a fundraiser for the Georgia Craft Brewers Guild uh, called HMOG, and that stands for the Holy Mother of Gatherings. At the and brick store, at right? the brick store, yeah. that's a group of uh, beer beer fans that get together at brick store pub and share their the rarest, uh, most limited sought after bottles. We had some of the brewers that brought out some of their new releases that haven't hit market yet to share with us. Nick Purdy from Wild Heaven brought his uh, gravitational wave, 
believe, which cool. uh, bourbon barrel imperial stout, or or maybe that's just an imperial stout. Maybe there's going to be a variation. Yeah. Barrel age. So, but uh, that was a really tasty beer. We did uh, something that was real fun. We did a vertical Aaron of okay. Black Tuesday. So we had the 13, 2013, 14, and 15 in the Reserve Series of that beer. Okay. And that's you familiar with Black Tuesday? I am not actually. If you it's want to, a, it, it's too. it's from uh, the brewery. Okay. And it's uh, they release it once a year. You have to sign up to get in a lottery to gotcha. buy this beer, and you have to know someone in California or live in California. And it's uh, ranges 18, 19 percent each year. So it's a huge beast of a beer. That's a good note to have because I'm actually going to be in Southern California for a wedding later this year. So I may have to stop by. Definitely see hit the brewery. Got there, yeah. The brewery. And then I also hit uh, hit a couple new not breweries but uh, related. I went to the Viking Alchemist Meadery okay. up in Marietta. Check those guys they out. Just talk up. to them, and uh, they're going to have their grand opening uh, actually today. Okay. Uh, they're doing that, I believe, in 12 till 9. Uh, we got some more info on our website about that, so check that out. And also went to Naughty Soda's grand opening, tried some of their hard sodas. They also have Ironmonger beer there. So check that out. It was a good time. Definitely. Now, we've got a lot of things going on across uh, the beer news, our state of beer news here in Georgia. Uh, some not-so-good news. Tim, uh, you uh, can't have been doing some research on what's been going on in the House uh, as far as Georgia laws go. Fill us in on what's been the latest uh, developments on this. Yeah, so, you know, today I just I just got a call earlier, kind of breaking news, that we've had the H.R. 1345 that's mm-hmm. going through the Georgia House that was to create the study committee, the competitive study com- competitiveness study committee for uh, crapperies and distilleries and uh, that that bill is dead so Great. it's uh, it was uh, into it was in line to be voted today they voted on six study committees didn't even get up for a vote so it didn't even have a chance to get out there now the the thing that, that really frustrates me frustrates me here yeah. is um, representative Michael Caldwell had 91 co-sponsors on this bill over half of the house co-sponsored the bill yeah so you would think it'd it, be an easy pass if it had made it to a vote it was almost guaranteed to pass because because it had more than half the house's co-sponsors, mm-hmm. so uh, it just uh, when they when they presented it, when he presented it to the committee, uh, all the result responses were favorable. Even some of the people that were not personal drinkers or even against alcohol yeah. wanted the study committee. So it had a lot of support, and it just didn't get to a vote. So no, it didn't get to a vote. And yeah. once again, we are Mississippi, basically. So right, we, because Alabama is a totally different story. That's right. So, so congratulations to our neighbors next door who actually passed. Uh, beer to go laws, and they're actually progressing as far as uh, craft beer goes in the state of Alabama. Of course, North Carolina is uh, kicking our rear end as far as uh, business there. And actually, we just uh, heard news this week, too, that Deschutes, the Oregon brewery, they're opening up an East Coast facility, not in Georgia, but in Roanoke, Virginia, too. So, again, congratulations to the Georgia legislature for keeping jobs and uh, keeping small businesses down here in the state of Georgia. It's uh, it's absolutely frustrating. You know, I know these things take time, but uh, just the the way that nothing's even coming up to a vote is really the most frustrating thing. You know, the thing here is it does take time, Aaron. But we look at uh, we look at Alabama, and in the last six years, they've passed four pieces of pretty strong legislation. Yeah. There. So, you know, we've been fighting for things here and there for thirty years or better. Here is that is that right, Scott? The the battle here. You know, we've probably been going twenty thirty years to get some of this stuff passed, or. Is my mic on? Yes, it, it is. is now. Yeah. I am. Hey, how, how are you doing? Um, you know, it's kind of strange. You know, you 15 years ago, the state really had nothing in the way of beer. No craft yeah. breweries, no real presence. I moved down here in 1997. It was almost a deal breaker for my job interview that I couldn't find beer that I wanted. So, you know, it's, uh, it's disappointing. 
it really is to see every other state around us. I mean, not, not every other state. How about every state around us have a, a better set of rules than we do? I mean, we do have something. We didn't have anything before. I mean, it really was a desert, and we planted a flat. We planted a tree, but like a very small tree has grown, not a big one. We're around us. There's forests. If that makes sense, it's like the you know you can say it's better than nothing each time something gets passed, but before long you get you get tired of saying that. You know, yeah, so. you know, I mean, I opened the Burnt Hickory Brewery four years ago, knowing the law. You know, just knowing it. Yeah. And it, back then, I don't know exactly what the number was, but there was a, a much larger number of states that would not allow for uh, self-distribution by breweries. And then that number started whittling down and whittling down, and now it's down to two. And kind of like the little kids sitting on the bench waiting to be picked, if we're not going to be the I'm, – I'm going to be sure that we're going to be the last one picked. Yeah. I mean, it's worked out to that. Mississippi, Georgia. Yeah, Mississippi's the only other one, and it looks like, you know, they might be the ones before us. So uh, that's well, great. Well, they got much farther this year with their yeah. legislature. Their, their bill actually made it to a vote. Our bill didn't even get – even looked at right no. you know but uh you know and it's again it's extremely frustrating for 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 us as consumers of of, of craft beer but it's got to be even more frustrating for the folks who are running the, the yeah, industry I, you know it, it, it is but you know you kind of get used to it <laughs> I, I mean i, I don't want to be a defeatist in any way but sure. i'm kind of like to the point where i'm kind of like hey you know we're doing it the way the way we're doing it but I would like to make money someday. Isn't that yeah. Stockholm syndrome? Isn't you that know, what that's, that's called? Like so, that. yeah. <laughs> yes, but I, I mean, I really would like to make money. I mean, I started as a nano brewery, just kind of. I tell people all the time what I didn't make in foldable equity, I made in brand equity. Cannon Dragger, Zeke, Big Shanty were already known entities in the state before we went to our our bigger system. Now that I'm at that, and I'm actually now rolling out beer at a level that is something where I can start making money. Mm-hmm. I'm realizing that there's a lot of money that. That is not we, we're not making. I read. No. Uh, I guess I, I'm not too sure of the quote, but I think it was Chris Heron from Creature Comforts and Draft Magazine talking about the actual stats that breweries in Georgia make 2.5 whatever whatever percentage less than breweries in other states. Right. That's the that's the stat the figure that uh, Michael Caldwell, representative Caldwell, quoted. Okay. When is he that what it is? I mean, that makes breweries sense. are two and a half it, times it makes more sense. profitable I mean, we in see neighboring people, states. I make this this you know correlation all the time that you know you go to Asheville and you say. Well, they've got 40 breweries, and that place places are packed. And we've got 40 breweries here in the state of Georgia, and they're packed. Yeah. In Asheville, let's say there's 4,000 beer drinkers, and you split it up for 40 breweries. That's 100 beer drinkers. I was going to say beer geeks, but I don't want to upset. Beer geeks. I don't, no, awesome. don't want to talk bad yeah. about my yeah. cone kind. Um, Connoisseurs. Connoisseur cats or sewer rats. But anyway. Um, That's worse than geeks, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so, so yeah. too. But I've been called a lot worse, <laughs> trust me, especially on Untapped lately. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's like 100 beer drinkers per brewery there. But their average ticket price, when they go to a place like Burial or Wicked Weed or High Wire, they're, you know, $60, $70. Sure. My my ticket price, 12 bucks. There you that's go. That's it. I can have yeah. 100 people here, mm-hmm. 12 bucks, no more, no less. And it stagnates at that. So you can look at that. You know, you say 100 people, you take an average of 100 people, put them in a small brewery in North Carolina, they're going to spend 60 to $70, just, you know, a couple pints and a couple growlers to go. And here, 
twelve bucks. Well, that's we talked to Wicked Weed recently, and and they were telling us, you know, how they do. They've uh, they're like two two and a half years old, three and a half years yeah, old. Yeah, about Aaron, that. About so, uh, three years old. And I mean, from their founding, they've already got uh, yeah, you know their Funkatorium. Yeah, they've got the that, brew thanks. pub. Yeah, that's they're, great. They're looking at four facilities. I, you know, I make that there, joke man. about well, we spent so, one point five million dollars last week on our brewery. I'm like, well, I spent one point five dollars on my brewery right. last week. There but the toilet paper is nice that you got. That one roll. That's yeah. Well, that's the one that Butternut keeps for himself. <laughs> when you're up here, ask Butternut for the better toilet paper. Better He's got a stash behind He's got the back. Stash. <laughs> now, there has been actually some good news uh, for uh, craft beer and growlers to go, uh, starting to uh, gain some momentum in brew pubs. Savannah was the first city to allow growlers to go from brew pubs, and it looks like another city is, is uh, on the docket yeah, as well. Yeah, that's right. Alpharetta just passed. They're, uh, they're starting, I believe, five seasons uh, north is actually uh, doing growler sales now. Uh, Hop Alley will be very soon. Uh, you know, the owners over there said that they had to get a permit, a certain new permit to make it happen, but they're going to do it. And there's other cities that are being talked to now. Excellent. So they're getting it rolling. So. Cool. Well, uh, we're going to go to a break right now. Uh, we're going to be talking to Scott, to Dean Moore from Burn Hickory Brewery. And, uh, you know, we'll uh, be talking more about the Depot Park Beer Fest and uh, what's going on. Lots of cool stuff. So stick around. We'll be right back. Want more beer, guys? Uh, make that want more beer, guys? Follow Tim and Aaron on Twitter at Beer Guys Radio. Facebook, Instagram, and online, BeerGuysRadio.com. The Beer Guys are back after this. Hey, it's Aaron from the Beer Guys Radio Show. Do you like craft beer? Of course you do. Make sure to mark your calendars, buy your tickets, and prepare to spend April 2nd at Kennesaw's historic Depot Park. No fooling here. It's time for the 2016 Depot Park Beer Fest, sponsored by the Kennesaw Downtown Development Authority and the Atlanta Shriners. Starting at 1 p.m. on April 2nd, you'll get to sample hundreds of rare beers from across Georgia and the country. Help celebrate Kennesaw's own Burnt Hickory Brewery's fourth birthday with more than 40 of their unique beers on tap, some that will only be available at the Depot Park Beer Fest. Plus, rock music, great food, and we'll be broadcasting live from 1 to 2 p.m. It's a celebration of all things craft beer. The Depot Park Beer Fest, Saturday, April 2nd at Depot Park in Kennesaw. Get your tickets at Zorbia.com today. That's X-O-R-B-I-A.com. 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 You won't want to miss this. This is Tim and Aaron from the Beer Guys, and here's the deal. You've got that one friend, you know, that one you can never shop for. He's got all that cool stuff. Yeah, that guy. Well, we found something that they don't have, but they're going to want. The Atlanta Brew Box is a Georgia craft beer experience to go. Each box contains tour passes, a t-shirt, and a bunch of other swag from our local breweries. It's fully customizable, and starting at only 40 bucks, it's a great gift idea. It's unique, it's fun, and it is Atlanta. Head to BeerGuysRadio.com, click the link on the right-hand side of our webpage, and that will get you there. It's the Atlanta Brew Box, the Georgia Craft Experience in a box. Georgia Radio for Georgia Beer. Now, back to the Beer Guys. Welcome back. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. I'm Tim Dennis. And I'm Aaron Williams. And we are here with Scott Hedin and Greg Nisnik. We're talking Burnt Hickory Brewery. We're talking Depot Park Beer Fest coming up soon. So, uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us here. Hey, you know what? Thanks for coming up to the Burnt Hickory Brewery. It's always a happy sight when I see these smiling beer guys' faces here. When, and, they, of course, they come in and they're like... We've been here like 30 seconds. Where's the beer, Scott? That's right. That's right. You, it took so, 45 seconds for me yeah, to get I'm a beer sorry. this time. Speaking so. of, exactly, we need to talk about, uh, one again, our fine sponsor, Truck & Tap, our beers of the week. What are we drinking? 
I am drinking an Ezekiel's Will. I tell you what, Scott, why don't you tell the folks about Zeke here? Uh, Ezekiel's Will, his nickname is Zeke. It's a uh, very hoppy pale ale. It's very much kind of, I'm a big fan of Midwest pale ales. And, you know, West Coast pale, pale ales. You know, our whole joke is that we call um, Zeke, um, the little joke we have, we call it uh, zombie cutter or daisy dust. Daisy dust. <laughs> daisy dust. Because, I mean, it's really not bitter. It's just hoppy. We do a lot of late additions on it. Yeah. And, you know, Zeke originally became, when we, we made Zeke years ago, it, it, Zeke was supposed to be a pale ale that we would use to generate uh, yeast to make Cannon Dragger with. Because Cannon Dragger is an 8.5% IPA, and we wanted to have a good uh, uh, a good pitch of yeast. And then Zeke all of a sudden became like a forgotten kind of half-sister, kind of like Cinderella. And then Will, hi Will, how's Ireland? And I sat down and said, we have a great opportunity to really turn Zeke into a really good beer. So we put our heads together. Uh, Mister, We drank a lot of beer. We yelled at each other. It's one thing about me and Will and I. I've seen that. Oh, yeah, we yell all the time. I miss my brother so much. Hello, Will. I miss you. Um, We, um, we, I tell you one thing, very passionate fellow, both of us. And we we had plenty of yelling and screaming fights over how Zeke should be. And we've worked on it. I think Zeke is one of our flagships now because it's a pale ale that... It's got some oomph to it. Yeah. Something that kind of showed me the dynamic between you and Will when we did, uh, with Reddit, we did the cask with you where we put stroopwafels. Oh, yes, yes. We put stroopwafels and coffee. The neckbeard blank lord. That's right. We, the neckbeard. So, and I'm talking about adding some more coffee to it. And I asked you, I was like, how much should I put in there? You're like, all of it. And Will just starts shaking his head. He's yeah, like, I'm like, no, well, no, no, that's no, my no, whole no, thing. If you're yeah. going to make a cask, why hold back? Go for it. Yeah. Exactly. You know, put it all in there. People go, well, how can you mass produce that? We won't. That's right. <laughs> you have to come get it. That's right. You have to come to the brewery. You have Make to sure come, get it. come to the source. Yes. And so, by the way, Will Avery, the former uh, brewmaster here at Burn Hickory Brewery, now over in Galway Bay across the yes. pond as it is. Over uh, in we, Ireland. Yeah, we talked to him a couple He's over weeks in Ireland. Ago, he's, like, he's, like, he's just made his first beer. Big, <laughs> big O'Shanty. Nice. Big. <laughs> yes. Hey, now. I'm, uh, Will, I know you're listening. Love you. That recipe sounds familiar. There. Big O'Shanty and Ezekiel Shalele. <laughs> now, listen, Scott, uh, one of the things that's uh, really interesting about, uh, about your uh, beers and your brewery here is how you got started. Can you tell us a little bit about about uh, your background and how this this whole thing got started, I guess. Yeah, I'm a- actually yes. Um, I'm a beer geek, like major beer geek. Back in the '80s, uh, one of my uh, good friends, I brought home a six pack of Natty Bow, and he was like, "You're an idiot." And I go, "Why? You know, you spent you know blank for that. You could spend a little bit more and buy a six pack of Sierra Nevada, and you'd get drunker and get happier and love it more." And I went and got a Sierra Nevada and drank, and I'm never turned back. I've been, you know, going to liquor stores, going to traveling the country, buying beer, muling beer back from wherever with my truck. I, I can't tell you how many miles I put on my truck just and how many liquor stores. I went into, and I literally would get into a thing where I'd walk into places and look at beer or taste beer and look at names, look at styles, look at whatever, and I'd say, I don't like that, or I like that, or I don't like that. And it was one of those, finally, everybody was like, just shut up and open your own brewery. So when I left my career as a form, uh, formerly as a TV news photographer, I decided, you know, hey, what the heck, let me ramp up my home brewing. I built a small 
Well, the biggest home brewery, I thought, probably. We were a two-barrel brew house. We used to call it the Millennium Falcon, making a joke about people name stuff after Star Wars stuff. Right. And actually, it turns out we made a joke of our joke and it became a joke. And now it's anyway, called that's the Falcon. Meta. The Falcon, yeah, which is the in the Falcon. hand. We actually yeah. sold it. It was sad, but it's yeah. being – I've actually had beer made by home brewers that are actually brewing on our Falcon. Awesome. But what, what I wanted to do was open a nano brewery. I was lucky enough to have a little bit of capital. I sold some of my record collection, sold just some crazy rock memorabilia. And I built up, you know, basically making beer, coming up with brands, coming up with labels and going around to all the beer spots, the Taco Max, the Brick Store talking to all the right beer geeks and I drummed up interest and I kind of really did something that a lot of people dreamed of doing I always tell people that people are like hey man you're living the dream dream a little dream. and I'm like this somebody wake me up yeah yes <laughs> dream anyway but but, so, but so. it came to the point where and you know you know again what I didn't make in I say this again I said it I say it, but what I didn't make in brand money foldable equity I made in brand equity well that's something you know you, and, I've known you right yeah. Right when you started the breweries, when oh, I started yeah, you heard, there. there's beer Back in Kennesaw, in, you know. Yes, I've never seen you move so fast. Well, Mr. that's Dennis. I remember. Co- I remember coming up here for your because you used to do your open you house. Came just running once up here a too. Month. Yeah, yeah. Just once a well, month. Well, we only had so. so much beer. People and a lot of people actually kind of miss that. And then we'll talk a little but, bit about what we're yeah. this fest that's coming up. But how I miss our monthly gatherings where it was like a gathering of the tribes, right? Where everybody came once a month and we had like just tons of different types of beer. And I could only do it once a month because we only had so much beer. Yeah, you'd run out. Yeah. I mean, we and, you know, now we're making more beer. We have a chance now, and people will be like, I wish you were open more. Well, now we are, but then I kind of miss these little mini. We had little mini Hanapu days once a yeah. month, the yeah. little festivals, and we had music, and we had, you know, I always had a good time stuff. here, but those Saturdays were fun. I mean, yeah, was, yeah. When and I, I came to the Saturdays when I started coming, there may be... 30 people here or so yeah, yeah. At the, but then it's yeah, it got 100 crazy. 200 yeah, 2000 I, I really, so. I really <laughs> it's just so funny the very first open house we had almost four years ago it was May 15th 2012 um, we had 30 people show up right. and I was just like Uh-oh. you really like me <laughs> golly we had like a line out a line out the door the next month there was like maybe 60 then the month there was 100 then the month after that all of a sudden 500 right. and I'm sitting there going holy crap you know it's like opening the door and seeing a tidal wave heading right towards you you're kind of going what are we going to do and we you know, we made some mistakes we realized kind of how like the beer flow and we would go to you know I've been to Dark Lord Day, Hanapu Day, just paying attention to how they get the beer out to the people, how they deal with it, and, you know, crowd control, crowd flow, keeping people happy, and that seems to be the key to beer festivals, I, I find. Now, that, speaking of Hanapu's Day, you, you actually participated in that in the last few years, Yes, uh, we were actually down there, and this is actually, first of all, I actually met Joey Redner for the first time when I was down there a couple Saturdays ago, and he'd actually like, Bert Hickory, man, you're that crazy punk rock brewery up there, and I go, dude. That's it. Your dad is cool. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I hear that all the time. Um, um, but, you know, I thanked him because it was a huge thing for us. Two years ago, we were asked to come to Hunapu. It kind of put us on the map that people here in Georgia sure. are going, wait a minute. You hear Bert Hickory just got invited to Hunapu? And they're like, yeah. And I could be like, yeah. I, even I was like, hey, did you hear Bert Hickory? Hell, wait a minute. Yeah. That's my brewery. What? what? Oh, I, yeah. So cool. it was awesome for us. We actually went to, we were there for the Hunter Riot. Oh, I was there for that, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I remember you. I remember you knocked me down trying to get my bottle. I did, yeah. And I had a bottle in my hands, and you were standing on top of me, hitting me in the face. Yeah, Yeah, you totally deserve that. I I still haven't drank those beers I stole from you, though. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're, okay, anyway. (laughs) But uh, Hanapu, Hanapu, and this kind of gets, we'll talk a little bit when we get to the the festival that's going on here in, in 10 days, that 
again, that's kind of like a meeting of the tribes where you're bringing everybody in and you're bringing in hand curated beer where everybody wants to show off their best. It's kind of yeah. like a, you compare it to a car show. Like if you go to a car that's show, a good idea, and yeah. you, you okay, you're going to go to, you've been invited to go to a car show. Are you going to drive up in your, what do you drive a Camry? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. My, my RX nine. Yeah. I'm showing up. I'm going to pull up in my, you know, I'm going to pull my, up my in, Mazda. I'm going to pull it? up in my Hyundai, whatever you want to bring. You want to bring your muscle car out. That's right. And that's where you get people who come there who are expecting to drink. Like I'm here for the best of the best. Let's, you know, you want to put your best full face forward. Oh, is that your beer? Are you stealing no, I, beers? I'm, I'm taking Scott's oh. beer. He thought he had mine, but I'm just stealing. Oh, it. Okay, that good. Yeah, that's the Spanish bombs. I'm mean, thanks, Butternut, for giving me the Spanish yes. bombs. I, I've got my that too. Mouth and, is on fire. Wow. Yeah. That's it. Yes, thanks, Butternut. Uh, I think the interesting thing that's really kind of helped you with your success is that you don't go for mild flavors. I mean, you, you, one of your mantras that says to be minimal would be criminal. Yeah, minimal is criminal. You, and you then, don't mess around with I, your you flavors. Know, but th- and that's the thing is, I'm not – this is funny. I went to a bar here recently, uh, maybe about six months ago, and I went in there on a Sunday by myself and just kind of secret shopped, and I asked the guy, you know, what do you think about Burnt Hickory? And he goes, oh, man, Burnt Hickory, man, the owner's crazy. He doesn't care anything about money all he cares about is making crazy beer and i was like that guy sounds like a real idiot to me yeah i mean yeah i like but you know but i'm in this for the passion i'm not into this i'm really not into the businessman i mean i've become a businessman in the last four years trust me i now know p and l you know before p and l was like you know some bad words but anyway being in tv news does not teach you how to be a business person no no, right? I mean, no I mean, but however right. one thing about tv news was i learned deadlines production getting stuff out True. there taking advantage of little tiny spaces that you can fit something in and i got into beer because i wanted to make good beer but here in georgia you really have to learn how to be a businessman and you i would literally take the top 10 breweries in this this state of georgia of georgia which i'd like to think i'm one of them um, we take the top 10 and put them against any other state in the country, maybe other than California, Oregon, or maybe Vermont. Take the top 10 breweries in, um, and, it, and compare them to Georgia. We rank right up there oh, yeah. because it really, for you to open a brewery in Georgia, you've got to be passionate. You need to be crazy or passionate or both. Well, that's you make the list. You've been li- you were listed as And one I know of Brian most- Purcell of Three Taverns Never. is both. He's crazy. He's Brian, crazy. I know you're listening. Okay. He's doing a peanut butter, banana, oatmeal uh, porter this Who weekend. Is? Brian. Oh, he is, uh, is he? Three taverns, yeah. So I'm watching you, Purcell. So, guys, you're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We are here with Scott and Dean of Burnt Hickory Brewery. And Greg Nisnik, we haven't talked to you yet, Greg, but we're going to get you on soon to talk about the festival. All righty. And we will be right back. Hi, this is Jason Pellet, brewmaster at Orpheus Brewing. You're listening to Beer Guys Radio, Georgia Radio, for Georgia beer. Eat it, Scott. You couldn't do that. <laughs> It's Aaron and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer servers are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks daily. That way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guy sent you. 
This is Tim and Aaron from the Beer Guys, and here's the deal. You've got that one friend, you know, that one you can never shop for. He's got all that cool stuff. Yeah, that guy. Well, we found something that they don't have, but they're going to want. The Atlanta Brew Box is a Georgia craft beer experience to go. Each box contains tour passes, a t-shirt, and a bunch of other swag from our local breweries. It's fully customizable, and starting at only 40 bucks, it's a great gift idea. It's unique, it's fun, and it is Atlanta. Head to BeerGuysRadio.com, click the link on the right-hand side of our webpage, and that will get you there. It's the Atlanta Brew Box, the Georgia Craft Experience in a box. Call the Beer Guys, 678-861-8AL. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. And welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. I'm Aaron. I'm Tim. And we are here at Burnt Hickory, a brewery up in Kennesaw, Georgia, talking with Scott Hedin. Now, Scott, one of the hey, things... first of all, welcome. Oh, welcome. I'm sorry. You know, Thanks. I just welcome. wanted to reset the, uh, reset the break, as the kids say in the industry. Welcome to Burnt Hickory Brewery. I appreciate that. This is awesome. Uh, listen, uh, a couple of interesting things that I noticed, uh, first of all, it's kind of a newcomer to Burnt Hickory. Okay. Uh, you've got a lot of Civil War references, and as a history minor, I'm kind of a Civil War geek. Well, and, uh, you know, I was, a, I was a mass communication major. Major in college. I'm and sorry, I was, me I, I too. Was, yeah, no, no, yeah, we're kind of very similar because I was a history <laughs> minor too. Um, I not say it's a civil war base, but it's more of a local base. I'm okay. a big believer that every beer has to have a story and be tied to a local. For instance, I'll give you an idea. Our IPA is called Cannon Dragger. There was a corps of Confederate soldiers that drug cannons up the side of Little Kennesaw Mountain as Sherman was approaching down Burnt Hickory Road to come and and the Confederates actually who got the, the, the cannons up the hill mm-hmm. were able to repel Sherman. Now, that's not people go, oh, Civil War, you know, why don't you make a Robert E. Lee or an Abraham Lincoln beer? And I'm like, those guys weren't here. This yeah. isn't about this isn't about the Civil War per se. It's more about what actually happened here. We're about, as a crow flies, the fighting bishop, Leonidas Polk, who was a, an ordained Episcopal bishop who we name our green peppercorn triple after, was killed like less than a mile away. Yeah. And that is, you know, kind of the whole thing. An old woodenhead is John Bell Hood. Courageous Conductor. Big Shanty Shanty is actually named after the Big Shanty Curve, which was the name. Kennesaw used to be called Big Shanty because they had a very big little crappy house called the Big Shanty. Big Shanty. And there was a curve in the railroad. And as they came up from Marietta, there's a, you know that hill by by McCollum Field. You come, the train would have a hard time getting up there. They had to gun the engine to get to make it up the big shanty curve, and that thus became the name. But after one of the small victories in, that the Confederates actually had in the in Georgia was was Kennesaw Mountain. The name the, around 1900 or so, I think. Please don't look this up, but I think that's what it is. They decided to change the name to Kennesaw to kind of make a tribute to the mountain and the battle that happened there. So Civil War wise, I'm into history, but I'm also into kind of the the guts and what actually happened here, yeah. tying it into local. And Cannon Dragger could be people, hey, man, give me a Dragger or give yeah. me a Seek or give me, a, you know, yeah. give me Head, Old Woodenhead, right? But it's the, if you want to know, learn more about it, you can dig into it. You no, don't have to do it. And it's that beer. local tie, you know, that's kind of interesting. There's a lot of Civil War history up in this area, and, uh, and I yeah. think you kind of capture that pretty well. But it's not just local. I mean, it's not just Civil War, but it's more of that time. People ask me, like, you know, and I'm not going to slam on my friends at Terrabin or at Sweetwater. Love you, Spike. Love you. Nick, you hippies, that, you know, I don't want to be a tie-dyed brewery. I want to be the Civil War, spaghetti, western, hard rock, biker, just basically want to be the brewery that is, you know, like, uh, you know, I don't know, just a, a little different, a little out there, kind of coming at it. Like, what if Motorhead opened a brew pub? 
you so, know. Nice. On those lines, Scott, you talk about being a little different, a little out there. I know you, so I know those are accurate terms. And yes. come here to the brewery and, you know, a lot of other breweries. And, again, uh, I, I like the different vibes of this. You go to, to other breweries and they're very polished. You know, they try and, and, yeah. and make it very yeah. polished. Monday night, Con- for example. Yeah, Monday night. Sweetwater, Reformation, you know, Sweetwater, this, yeah. all of them, three taverns. And they're gorgeous breweries, gorgeous tap rooms. But... This uh, one's ugly. Coming to no, I'm just kidding. No, it is ugly. It is ugly. Coming to here is more like hanging out at your favorite dive bar. Well, you know, I mean, so. our whole thing is the fact since we're completely self-funded, I got to figure out. I've only got limited or finite funds, and I got to figure out what's more important. Do I have crappy overhead lights or nice can lights? But do I spend that money on hops, grain? You know, people are like, you guys need, you know, hoodies or sweatshirts. And I'm going, you know, I would if I had a little bit more cash flow. But right now, we need malt. The, the money goes <laughs> yes. and we need malt. And we need the malt that I like or we need the hops that I like. Yeah. And the beer, I tell people here all the time, we, you know, we just hired a guy named Kevin Lindsay as our new seller guy. And I did my little speech to him and I said, hey, man, I'm not your boss. Zeke is your boss. The beer is your boss. You work for the beer, and you want to keep the beer happy, keep the yeast happy. I mean, yeah, keep me happy, but keep the beer happy. If the beer is happy, then Scott's, then Scott's happy, happy. Right? But it's also part of my thing, the fact that, you know, what kind of place would I want to hang out at? I mean, listen, we, I was just down at Three Taverns hanging out with Brian. They have a lovely tasting room it's yeah, yeah it's, it's really awesome nice. it's Super awesome nice but they're also located in decatur where they have to like be just like the brick store or what all these other ones where they have to put me i'm just not i'm in a i'm in a industrial park in in Kennesaw, Nilla, Kennesaw, Kennesaw, georgia which you know we're actually now you know we're hip now we've got two other breweries we have one, brewery, one opened yeah and we got one that's opening that actually has beer and then we have the nest which is yep. not supposed to give promotion to anybody on the retail side but i do enjoy the nest yes but we kennesaw is really so that's coming a personal along. level right well i mean you know i think yeah. kennesaw is actually turning into beer town beer town uh georgia no i always say like i'm envious i live over in gwinnett county lawrenceville snellville and we're about five six years behind y'all you know up here in, the, in this in this part of uh, the metro Atlanta area, you guys are killing it as far as uh, craft right. beer. Well, I'm glad you think that, but you have Tiny at Lincoln Phillips That's Station. That's true. Tiny's there. He's the man. And we've Let's got go. some stories of Butternut trying to run through a wall at Seventh Sun during Hunapu last uh, two weeks ago. I'm kind of no, frightened by that. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, him and Richard from Catch-22 tried to run through a wall at the new Seventh Sun That's facility. Nice. It's always entertaining hanging out with Burr Hickory, right? Well, with Butternut. With Butternut. So, yeah. no, that, uh, your fan base, another thing, you know, talking about kind of the vibe and the attitude and that, and uh, you've got a very loyal fan base here. You know, the yeah. people that come in, uh, they love Burt Hickory. They, they don't just like your beer. They're passionate about the brewery. They do come up here and hang out. You have no issue, you know, getting volunteers in here. People love oh, yeah, to yeah, help yeah. out. Yeah, so well, it's a, I call it the Tom Sawyer with the white washing the fence. Thing. That's it's right. Like, like, I'd love to volunteer. Well, come on up. You want to work at a brewery? Well, hell yeah, I do. Look they how much fun I'm having. And they show up. And they show on. up. Yeah, and they show up and go, here's a mop. You yeah, know? Exactly. You know, um. You know, I, I try to present to people what I would like to do. The best brewery visits I ever had were going to places where the brewer, the brewers would come out and actually, you know, talk to me. Not just some person that was the tasting room guy or gal who would say, here's this, here's that, here's your be- beer, please exit through the gift shop. You know, my thing is, you come up here, we're going to sit and talk beer. We're beer geeks. I mean, we I mean, we love beer. We're literally, I'm literally, there used to be the saying about our old Saturday festivals, around 5 o'clock, keep an eye on Scott, because he'll start walking around, and he'll start bringing stuff out of the back and start pouring, because... 
I want to drink my beer. I want to share my beer. That's the, the best thing. The best thing ever is seeing someone drink my beer and enjoy it. And people come up here, they know that that's what we're into. And I try to put that vibe across. And I make sure through social media and just talking about that every member of our staff is kind of part of our comedy troupe or our yeah. rock band or you know stories about butter nut or the niz or you know chewy that's alex chewberry or we still haven't got a nickname for kevin we think we're calling him the mechanic we kevin, may call he's, he's not here we may call him the punisher not too. Paying attention to you anymore. anyway or so. agent bob yes he's so walking by he's gone. Bob, but anyway but that's the whole yeah. thing i think that people would come here and say hey i've been called pretentious a lot but or someone was saying those guys are Eric at blanks and I go we just use duct tape as keg caps because we ran out of keg I was caps. here I got a picture of yeah, that yeah. Actually, and so that's not Eric I put that on Instagram that's, Scott the thing about <laughs> Burn Hickory is one of our things is again working in TV news it was flying by the seat oh, yeah. of pants and it wasn't one of these things where something's broken do we just throw it in we go okay it's broken how do we fix it yep. and sometimes it takes duct tape and sometimes in your tasting room you go and buy pews off a of Craigslist from a, a church that's closing in Sonoya to make sure you got seats in your tasting room. Yep. Very famous local, you know, KP. Yeah. Let's oh, all yeah. take a second and worship him. KP, uh, yes. KP got Thank Bigfoot in your KP. cellar. Anyway, so he now comes and visits us. I'm not surprised he didn't walk in today because we now we have seats for him. Uh, yeah. He oh, has yeah. like a little gold rope. He puts velvet rope. He puts up and he <laughs> sets that. But anyway, so, yeah. well, anyway but exactly. that's where we're doing like we have, you know, we put a jukebox in. I've got some of my records for sale. Got a tabletop arcade game. A tabletop old, arcade, picnic tables. Yeah, you, know, we, it, you know, it's just kind of like a place that you want to hang out at. But it's almost kind of DIY entertain yourself where, you know, I wish I had $500,000 to make a beautiful tile tasting room with all this refound barn wood and all. I mean, I love those type of places. I just can't afford it. I don't I mean, know if that feel like BHP, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. This you is guys would be roll. surprised. When I start making money, be like, I'll never sell out. That's We're right. never yeah. selling out. That's right. And then yeah. two years from now, I'm like, hello. And I pull up in my Rolls Royce and, you know, <laughs> well, with well, my... Well, if you get a deal like Ballast Point did, you know, That's you may right. want to think yeah. about it, right? Oh, my gosh. I'm yeah. So, I'd never I'm like, sell out. I would never sell out. Hey, anybody from like, oh, like you know, Budweiser or anything, you want to contact me? Here's my email, okay? Comes right. I'll go for anything. <laughs> you know, what, wait, what are you saying over there? Oh, I'm not saying anything. I'm sorry, I'll what? I didn't hear that. What? Yeah. Actually, how much money you have in your... Actually, Tim, how much money do you have in your wallet right 4250. now? 4250 Sold! <laughs> 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 nice. Scott, talk, let's, let's talk about your beer. So you talked about kind of what you're looking at, and uh, we know a few things coming up, but uh, what's something we may see from you here in the future? Well, everybody, we have this beer called the Digits, which is named after my good friend Rickson's band, The Digits. And we put it out, and this will be our probably this will be our sixth year making it. I made it as, as homebrew. What are you doing, Alyssa? Let's break it, and then we'll pick this back up. Oh, we're going to break? Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. I should get the wrap up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get yeah. some more. Hi, this is Scott Adine from so. Bernickery Brewing. You're listening to Beer. When I'm getting drunk, I want to listen to Beer Guys Radio. Shkaboom! What's on tap? The Beer Guys know. More after this. Hey, it's Aaron from the Beer Guys Radio Show. Do you like craft beer? Of course you do. Make sure to mark your calendars, buy your tickets, and prepare to spend April 2nd at Kennesaw's historic Depot Park. No fooling here. It's time for the 2016 Depot Park Beer Fest, sponsored by the Kennesaw Downtown Development Authority and the Atlanta Shriners. Starting at 1 p.m. on April 2nd, you'll get to sample hundreds of rare beers from across Georgia and the country. Help celebrate Kennesaw's own Burnt Hickory Brewery's fourth birthday with more than 40 of their unique beers 
beers on tap, some that will only be available at the Depot Park Beer Fest. Plus, rock music, great food, and we'll be broadcasting live from 1 to 2 p.m. It's a celebration of all things craft beer. The Depot Park Beer Fest, Saturday, April 2nd at Depot Park in Kennesaw. Get your tickets at Zorbia.com today. That's X-O-R-B-I-A.com. 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 You won't want to miss this. Don't forget to drink local and drink Georgia. Now, back to the beer guys. And welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Final segment. I'm Aaron Williams. I'm Tim Dennis. And, uh, yeah, I can't believe we've already spent three full segments talking here at Burnt Hickory Brewery. It's not hard to do talking with Scott. No, it's definitely not. Just wind him up and let him go. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, we have uh, been drinking his beers. He's been kind enough to have us here. uh, Thank you. You're having the nitrogen poured Big Shanty. Big Shanty, which is a graham cracker stout. Graham graham cracker stout. Absolutely delicious. I love that a lot. And I'm going to enjoy that after the show. But uh, I think we've got some more uh, Enjoy it after the show. After the show. Yeah. Got some events going on. Got a big one coming on next week that we're actually going to be broadcasting live. So, uh, what's going on with that? Yeah, next week is the, uh, the it's the Kennesaw Depot Park Beer Fest. Yeah. So that's going to be April 2nd here at Kennesaw Depot Park. And we have uh, uh, Greg Nisnik here with us. Greg, thank you for just s- ch- hanging with us and listening He's been very for quiet while, and patient. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we well, didn't mean to cut me. you out. We just got to rambling and talking and that's. But we'd, we'd love to talk to you about the fest. We appreciate you taking the time to join okay. us. And uh, so this is something if you uh, – I tell you what, we're just going to let you go. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about the festival, kind of what it's about. Okay, well, this is the first year that um, that we're blending two festivals together. Uh, we're doing the Kennesaw Beer Festival, and uh, I was involved for a few years with the uh, Ponce de Leon Beer Festival down, downtown. And um, we, had a, uh, we had an opportunity to blend these two festivals together. Um, and... Uh, I, I'm with the Atlanta Shriners, mm-hmm. uh, with the Arab Shrine, and so the we... Guy, the the well, you know, the guys with the cool hats yeah, the and, the and the cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Cars, yeah. yeah. Well, I have a fez here if you want to wear it. No, no. Well, I, actually, yeah, I, Maybe I want later. a fez yeah. right now. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so at, at, at the Ponce de Leon Beer Festival, we, we, we had a pretty good festival for a couple of years. We, we had a really good uh, festival organizer uh, who helped us out with that. And, um, you know, for, 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 for various reasons, we, we decided not to do that any longer. And um, and then we had the opportunity to do it here at, with Kennesaw, and um, and being here in Kennesaw, we decided well, this is coinciding with the with the fourth anniversary or the anniversary time of Burn Hickory Brewery, so we thought well why don't we invite Burn Hickory Brewery to come down and be a part of this festival? Um, they they they've had this festival for three years in their parking lot. Yeah, we had our anniversary, and every year we saw it getting bigger and bigger. Last year we had thirteen hundred people, wow. which is it, a bit too much for your brewery. Yeah, right? for this. Yeah. Part- We handled it, but it was a lot of work. So when Greg, of course, I've gone to the Ponce de Leon Festival, an excellent beer festival, um, approached me with with the Kennesaw Downtown Development Authority and said, hey, what are you guys doing for your festival? And I said, you know, everybody expects Burnt Hickory's anniversaries to be a big blowout. Uh, What can we do? And so they said, why don't we put our heads together so that they're having a beer festival where – 
last year and the year before when they did it, we had a whole BHB land. There was right. a part of it. I mean, this is our local fest. I mean, we're the brewery here in downtown Kennesaw. And when they had said, hey, do you guys want to do what you want to do? And I said, hey, can we have our anniversary here? And it solves the problem that we can have a bunch of beers on draft. There's no 36-ounce constraints anymore. There's, you know, we can have our music and not have to worry about the neighbors calling the cops on us. That was the... That Which was, has happened. Oh, that has so, happened. And, yeah. Then, yeah, and, the, and this BHB contest that yeah. be going on again this year. Didn't a Chihuahua win that one Yeah, year? but he, he's... So. Uh, Poncho Black has been banned because there's oh. no dogs in the park right. festival. Oh, so, terrible. yes, we're going to see the return of Matthew Thomas, who, who's our very first Miss BHB. So. Okay, great. Yeah. Now, Greg, speaking of, speaking of that, you know, Scott's talking about what he's doing. So the, the Depot Park Beer Fest, even though that's an individual festival, uh, Burnt Hickory is going to be heavily featured there because of their birthday. They're right, right. It, yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, Burnt Hickory is going to be uh, very heavily uh, featured at this festival. Um, but we're going to have breweries from all over the, all over the state and, and also from all over the country. Uh, one of the things we wanted to do and um, is, to, is to make this festival unique. Uh, we didn't want it to be another run-of-the-mill beer festival where, you know, you can get your bud and bud light and... And, you know, nothing wrong with that. We don't but, want, but we don't want right, that right, stuff. Right, right. But, yeah. but, 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 I mean, that's something you can get. Great, pretty good to me. <laughs> there you yeah. go, I reckon. Yeah, but that's something you can get down at, you know, at, you know, at the local bar. We, we, we wanted to get beers that, uh, that, that people couldn't, couldn't get. And, uh, and we wanted it to be a special event. Um, so, so we tried to make it a little more high end. Um, you know, so, so we were, we, we were really lucky. We, we got some really big whales for this. You did. Yeah. Hey, we got whales. Yeah, I've seen it actually. With a Z. Uh, with the, well, and again, I, I can't really speak about it, but, you know, I put it out there like, hey, you know, it's the BHB Festival. This festival's huge for us and build it. And Greg, is, Greg has been, you know, everything I've said, he's already been two steps ahead of me. Um, we're going to have a keg of Hunapu. That was one of the things about us being down there. Let, get, let me repeat: There's a keg of Hunapoo. Well, I got I got Wayne Wambles and Chris Lovett and Joey Redner hammered, and I told them to promise us a keg of it, and they did. So then I called them up, and they're like, "I thought that was a dream, but no, no the keg no. is there. It's real, right? And it's and real. Great. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited just to go to the fest, not only because I'll be pouring all our beer, but you know, we get people who show up here, and we're talking about the old Saturdays. This is festival is going to be like the old Saturdays. That's great. Yeah. Well, but it's well, also going to be, and you know, and I'm sorry, Greg, but. Go ahead. Well, I said it's actually going to be better than, than than our Saturday festivals here because we're going to have, you know, close to 50 variants of Burn Hickory beer. I mean, stuff that that that's the one list of is that. Incredible. Right. I mean, there. I mean, we are going to have we're every. We're really hard. On I mean, it. we. I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah. Right. I mean, we. I mean, Scott's been working on 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 his portion of the festival here for for last year. I mean, there's going to be Burn Hickory beers that 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 you've only had in the past. Burn Hickory beers that you've only had in the tasting room or at, at one of the Saturday yeah, so, festivals. I and, mean, can I talk about some of the collabs? Well, that's. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, yeah. outside I, I mean, of Burnt Hickory's beer, there's right? going to be every brewery in Georgia is invited, okay? We're going to get something for everybody. And, you know, that was one of the things that once the list was out there, like everybody had to kind of step up their game, so to speak. So when Greg was talking to him, he was saying, hey, Burnt Hickory's de- debuting their Kolb's Farm. Every brewery was like, well, I just can't pour blank. There, I got to pour right. this. So yeah. all of a sudden, when Greg's telling me the list that's coming in is like every brewery's bringing in the good stuff. Right. The best now the best. for our part of our birthday, which is you know again, it's a separate. Uh, it's a, it, well, it's it's the fact that 
we are using this festival under under their umbrella to actually do our do our festival so people can actually enjoy the beer and not have to be worried about the ticketing sure. and all that stuff so i it's me and my birthday you know it's our our, bur- our bur- brewery's birthday four years running a brewery doesn't seem long but in georgia that's like that's a long time yeah. i mean i'm like adolphus bush i've been around since like <laughs> they in the 19th century basically and so i reached out to a lot of the lo- other breweries i go hey man let's do some collaboration so if i can talk a little bit about that sure you know i've known nick knock for 30 years at sweetwater at sweetwater yeah. so we did a we're doing a a smoked amber old bay uh, a beer called Don's Belladonna named nice. after a dive bar that we used to hang out 30 years ago in Maryland and he came up here and brewed together and it's great man and you know it's, it's seeing the biggest brewery in the state biggest craft brewery in the state Sweetwater working together with us it just shows how much it's just great so then we talked about we, we have a, a night on moon station with three taverns okay. get it a night on Ponce night in I Brussels but moon yeah. stations are road uh-huh. so um we also have a, a beer with um, Schoolhouse Brewing. They came up here and did a class with us, and they okay. brewed with us. The Woodstock Malt Monkeys, The they had a contest in the winter. She came down. Bob, what was her name? Tammy okay. Palmer, I think. Tammy yeah. Palmer, yeah. 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 Bob's yeah. not okay. here. Anyway, yeah, where's Bob? Anyway, so... Um, Bob's not here. Aaron, but the we've got collapse. Sent to you? Or I, I it, missed it. it. I'm sorry. Well, why, okay, while we were down in, so, at Honapu yeah. Day, we went by um, Bicycle. Our good friend Charlie Mears works at Cycle, and we talked to uh, 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 Dust, uh, Justin at Seven Sun. We went by there and made a beer with them. So we're going to have a collaboration with C- Cycle and Seven Sun. This is all, um, gosh, I can't even think. So we're doing a blend. We're doing a collaboration with uh, Wild Heaven, which is going to be called You've Got a Purdy Mouth. Get it? Ha ha. Nick Purdy. Uh, Nick Purdy. For and those then, that don't get it, Yeah, Nick don't Purdy. get it. Yeah. Love you, Nick. Love you. And then uh, we're doing a collaboration with Orpheus. We're going to call it Pellet Gun. For Jason but Pellet. Jason yes. Pellet, yes. yes. And uh, gosh, you did some with the Anderson brothers, right? Oh, yeah. Well, that's Red Brick. Red, Red Brick. Brick. Steve yeah. Anderson is the uh, brewmaster at um, Red Brick. And we made a beer called Governor's Pike like three years ago. It's like an OG. And people Burdick still Green. talk about people that. Still, yeah, yeah. People still. Yeah. Your, <laughs> your partner in brewing, Brian yes, Hewitt. He does. All he's going to be like, yeah, he's like, so yeah. uh, that's been, it's made. It's ready to go. Um, it's just a sighting see to see the fact that we're all sharing and you know we're doing little things like even the local breweries that opened up here like southern sky they have a beer for us at special dry county which is a newer brewery we did a collaboration with them they brought us some of their ipa and we brewed some of it with them we're making a pineapple uh, a pina colada if you like beer. Pina colada. yeah rupert holmes that's Dun. rupert holmes they're good yeah i know i know that song i sing go. it all the time if you like pina colada anyway now, now, now greg one of the things that's uh, that's interesting with with this brew fest is that the price point for the tickets is originally pretty high, $75. Right, yeah. But as you can see, there's a lot going on. Right. I mean, well, we, I, I mean, we just came back from Hanapu, yeah. right? And so Hanapu tickets are $200 a piece. All right. right. Now, obviously, this is not a Hanapu festival, um, but 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 we wanted to get um, a festival with with really great beers, and that and that and that costs a lot of money. Sure. So our original thought was to make a VIP level festival. All right, and uh, and then you know people get what they want from that. 
Um, unfortunately, um, we're finding out that the price point is a little bit high. Um, so now we're offering what we call our value ticket, which will allow, which is forty-five dollars, and will allow someone to come in and drink most of the beers that we have. Uh, but some of the, but some of the larger whales will will, will sort of be um, off off to the side. You know, we have our Kolb's Farm, which is our huge, which we're actually drinking. Which we're, we're drinking right now. Sample here. Yeah. No, we're actually not drinking. We're just in sniffing and enjoying. It, yes. We're not sampling it. Anyway, so um, yeah. I did my Pete Townsend uh, impression. Anyway, um, we're making a VIP just because I, we find out some people here in Kennesaw don't want to pay 75 bucks, and they're not really going to want Colts Farm. They're looking to drink Zeke or whatever else we're going to have there. So Greg, again, comes to me, and he goes, hey, do you think this? And I'm like, yeah. So there was some question about this Hanapu keg that's going to be on draft and who's going to get it and whatever. Me, mostly. I was well, going to say me. Get in line for for yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak because I'll be too busy pouring my Kolb's farm next to it. Look how dumb I'll look. People are going to like, <laughs> like I'm, that, that's how much I love Kolb's farm, that I'm going to pour it next to a keg of Hunapu and KBS. We the, Right? We have, is there yeah. a KBS coming KBS, through? Yeah. okay. Yeah, KBS. Um, the KBS and the Hunapu. Well, you know what, and, and, also, and the Hunapu are in a secret location. It's yeah, they secret location. Location. Well, I understand they're actually in the warehouse. O- only known to the four yeah. of us. Actually, right. Thomas Monty right. from Schoolhouse actually got the Hunapu delivered to his business. It was Starting to pour it, and he realized it wasn't his. But yes, there is a keg of Hunapu in the state of Georgia, meant for Greg's Fest. You know, in all seriousness, though, on Kolb's Farm, I still have an an ancient bottle of that that uh, that uh, I've been stashing on 2013. I guess not too ancient, but well, uh, that, for Georgia beer, that's, beer, that's ancient. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's but uh, 2013 will go. The beer on, does. The, the beer is in line with those, Scott. I mean, the quality wise, it is in line with well, the, we the KBS. That. That's, that. that's know, a fant- gonna, it's a phenomenal beer, and that's our whole thing, even with our brewery and even I know with Greg Ponce de Leon Festival was one of the better beer festivals and we you know again this week we lost the best beer we festival Oktoberfest my, my yeah. Alan and Tryon were made, made the best beer festival right. and Alan was very open with his comments about how jumping through the hoops to try to make that happen just didn't make it profitable enough sure. for him yeah. and you know it's 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 hard doing that and then we also saw that the Secret Stash Bash which is always a very popular a very popular festival is not is not happening this year so far. Right. So, what kind of vacuum is out there? So I that's I mean tell me if I'm wrong, Greg, but that's exactly no, what no, we're that's, tra- you're trying right, to turn exactly. your festival. Yeah, the, th- exactly. the thing is, Greg, it's extremely easy to put on a festival, right? So these guys no, are yeah, no problem. Just slap it together. No, I mean most I mean most of the guys that, that put on the festivals. I mean we're working a year we're working a year ahead on these festivals. Sure. There, there there is a lot of regulations, a lot of paperwork. Um, and things are constantly changing from year to year. So what may have worked a year or two ago is not working this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the way that, uh, that's just the fluid way that things are. Um, things change all the time, and it's, it's more and more difficult to put on a beer festival. And you're working all that time, and there's not a lot of profit in it. Now, now for us, obviously, working for charity. So for us, I mean, anything we get is wonderful. Um, but um, that's all profit goes to the Shriners. Well, so what well, their uh, well, the profits are being split between between the Shriners Hospital for Children and also the the Kennesaw Downtown Development okay. uh, Authority. Um, so, and a brain transplant for butternut. Transplant, yeah. He needs yeah. it. So I mean, so I mean, so all the people behind this festival, we are all working for you know working for either government organization or charity, mm-hmm. and so all. 
all the, so all the funds go towards that. Um, so we can afford to do that because this is what we do. Sure. Um, and and the Atlanta Shriners, we put on big events. Um, so we are good at organizing big events. Um, and that's sort of where what what we brought to the you know what what we brought to the festival as well. Yeah. So we've talked all about these crazy burnt hickory beers there right. and all that. But what are some of the other breweries participating? What else are folks going to see? Well, we've there? got the local guys. We've got um, we, we've got Dry County is is going to be here. Obviously, uh, we have got um, uh, Southern Sky. Uh, pretty oh, much local. Right, and pretty much all local guys. Well, your poster uh, says pretty much everybody. Right, I mean, I mean, Naughty Soda just opened up is is going to yep. be there as well. Ironmonger uh, is there. They're right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 all the local breweries are are making special kegs for this. Um, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. and 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 if they're not making special kegs, and they're bringing their stuff. all game stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. I and mean, you, they, you uh, know, what? I'm not. I'm sorry. And the, he's like interrupting Scott. Shut up. <laughs> Which is and so the, unlike uh, Scott. No, right, exactly. exactly. I'm, not so. used and to I'm just excited. I love, I love this festival. Right. The beer list has been evolving over the last couple of months, and it's still not complete. But but over the but over the next you know over the next few days now you'll see the you, you know see you'll see the final beer list come out on Reddit and and on our and on our website and on Facebook. Yeah, uh, and to add to that though, it's almost kind of like I throw down the gauntlet where. Greg says to these brewers, "Say, well, it's a, it's a big part of this festival is going to be the Burnt Hickory Brewery anniversary. Then here's what they're bringing, which we're still changing that today. We've yeah. actually made our we made kicked out of the Weeblows our Kolb's Farm Butterfinger version <laughs> cask. It, it looked oh, amazing when oh, you were brewing yeah. it. I saw we've it, got yeah. Burial Truth, which is like we call it Mexican fake. Ha ha! It's our Kolb's Farm right. with vanilla. Uh, we've got our Judge Hot Fudge, which is our digits with chocolate. That is amazing, by the way. Yeah, yes. so." I mean, we're bringing it. And as soon as these breweries heard, Greg's like, hey, you know, these breweries know what you're pouring. So they're bringing a game. Sure. And the fact that they know there's going to be a Hunapu, a KPS, where we're talking with um, Redbrick. I was talking with Garrett Lockhart today. He was talking about the fest. He goes, hey, yeah, we're going to be involved. They're actually going to debut their uh, Laughing Skull Craft Lager. Right. Okay. Yeah. Which is, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, again, yeah, it's a kind of a sorbet, kind of yeah. like the chill you out sure. session. Yes. But they've changed it. They're going to have their hype whale in our – and, I, you know, we were laughing. Greg and I were laughing about the VIP tent. What we should call it? Like Captain Ahab's hangout. Like, oh, or like that. you know, like the, the wait it is. But, but, you know, and, but, you know, not everybody's into that. And so that's why Greg probably did the $45. Yeah. But the $75 right. price point, when you're just mentioning what we're seeing on the air – it's definitely worth it. I mean, you're talking about some serious beers, right? Some of the best right. beers in the country, right? Exactly. And this and this is not a cheap beer festival to put on. No, I mean, well, the thing Yes, Greg actually is only 30 years old, but he looks like he's That's at least right. 55. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've, terribly, yeah, I've gotten a whole lot greater. Well, he's, he's very passionate. If anybody who went to the Ponce Leon Festival or anybody who's ever been up to Burnt Hickory and knows that, you know, Greg was actually someone who wanted to open a brewery like years ago. Like years yeah. ago, he's been someone. Who's he's really into beer, and we call him the Nizzy. Yeah, yeah. and so everybody knows who the he Nizzy. is, and the and the festival, and and I can't really you know get too much crossing over to third tier here, but the Nest is the brewery, and I mean the bar that's opened up here locally. Right. That's really they're involved as well. Right, they're they're they're, they're one, one of, of our the main sponsors, sponsors. right? Yeah, well, yeah. well, they're our main sponsor. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah they're a main sponsor, and I can personally say I'm a big fan of the Nest. I've been it's, there it's, a few it's, times. You know, it's actually you know uh, it's, tons of beer taps. It is right. you know, good it, food. They've been swamped though. They've they've it's been very very popular. Yeah, it's very they've popular. And this hard. is and as a beer geek and not as a brewer. 
brewery owner, I could speak the fact that I've been waiting for a bar like the Nest to open up in my backyard. My liver hasn't been happy about <laughs> right. it. I've been, but I've been, been very happy. Yeah. Too, it's, a very, it's an amazing yeah. beer bar. It's, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, awesome. yeah. yeah, I mean, you guys are talking about the Ponce de Leon beer, Ponce de Leon beer festival. I mean, that 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 was a very good beer festival for last for you know for the couple of years that it was on. But I mean, we had a lot of really good help for that. I mean, uh, we had Rebecca Jennings, who was with Interwoven, who did a wonderful job at organizing that for, for two years for us. And, um, you know, just want to make sure she gets the credit for sure. for the work that she did on that She's festival. Like, Nisnik, I'm listening. That's right. <laughs> so outside of beer, guys, I am holding in my hands a very sweet black and silver guitar pick. It's got BHB on one side and Mr. Speed on the other. Yeah. Scott, okay. I know you've okay. been proud of this Mr. Speed. Well. And- People go, Scott, man, you're like a Kiss fan. Like, if Gene Simmons walked in right now, I'd be like, whatever. But when I was 10 years old, which was like maybe like a year, like 10 years ago. Right, uh, right. 11 years ago. 1976. You know, my whole thing was that I loved Spider-Man. Then I started thinking about girls. So what was better than Kiss was Spider-Man singing about girls, right? So I got into Kiss. And then I literally (laughs) sat there one day and was going, what? I have no idea where you are. Uh, Spider-Man lo- you singing about girls. Spider-Man singing about girls is basically Kiss. Okay. And yeah. I'm not a kid. It's not Kiss where I have this weird thing that, some, you know, there was the, the young Scott Hedin, maybe he's like 17 years old, going, someday I will own a brewery and I will hire Kiss to play at my brewery. Oh, yes, you will be mine. So this festival, we got a chance to get this band. Mr. Speed is a... They're like Kiss minor league. They get their costumes from the same people who make Kiss's costumes. They breathe fire, spit blood, blow stuff up. Um, they're very serious about being. So you're a Kiss. saying this is a family friendly concert? Yeah, actually, it is. Actually, okay, it's yeah. kind of funny. Right. I was talking to Kennesaw. They're like, like they're fresh off the Mentor City, Ohio Apple Festival. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, they're like, all right, Kennesaw. Venice, but yeah, but um, and be all set. the whole idea that I. My mate, if I could have done it and not talked about it, that they would have played secretly, and then they would have come on at three o'clock, and people very maybe about six colbs in, they would have thought it was Kiss. They would have right? been like, yeah. "Oh crap! Oh my gosh, Kisses! Oh my God, Hadeen got Kiss to play!" I mean, literally. Yeah. Anyway, but we've got that, and we've got some other bands playing. And you know, music's a big part of Burnt Hickory's. You know, I always compare everything to music or baseball or beer. But but you know, that's part of the deal. Those that, are three good things. To and that was one yeah. of the things. That when, yeah. And when the Kennesaw Downtown Development Authority and Greg Nisnik came to me and talked about, we'd like to, you know, have a festival we want you included in. And I said, okay, you know, where and when? And can I have a Kiss cover band? And they agreed. So I'm like, we're, we're on. Heck yeah. Right. I mean, we're, we're, we're going to have two stages. We're going to have two stages playing throughout the day. And there's going to be, you know, obviously, a, a you know, a big uh, variety of music. Um, so if you're yes. not a Kiss fan, go down to the Valley stage and, and listen to Georgia Shine Band. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah, no, but, yeah we got, and we're gonna, there's like, they're going to have a whole beer garden area right like we literally so greg went with me to hunapu day and we took notice of all the different the way they put on the festival and made notes about where the beer was how it was set up where the food was and all that stuff and you know we're trying to apply that to our to he's you know going to apply it to his festival now I've heard you're also going to have the number one rated beer radio show in Georgia, broadcasting live there. Is oh, that those correct? Guys, those guys are happy. Yes, yes. yes. The butternut, the butternut, names, butternut radio be festival will be there. Hey, wait a minute. That's not us. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Butternut radio. 
Putter right. Nut Radio, yes. No, Georgia Radio be, for Georgia. That's right. We'll be broadcasting uh, the Beer Guys Radio Show from 1 to 2 p.m. live. Live from the festival. Live from the festival next week. So with, it'll be very with fun. With like a seven-second delay? I, I really Probably hope so, yes. Marquise back in the studio is going to have to throw in that delay because it will not be pretty after a while. You know, Marquise has got a tough job. He He's got to listen to us drinking and enjoying beer and setting the studio. Exactly. That's why I pay him the We appreciate you, Marquise. Exactly. Yeah, he's going, he's going, yeah, okay. When do I play the commercial from Whoever. Yeah, I'll bring him back some stuff. It'll be fine. Okay, so, so, hey, hey Marquise. Hello, how are you? <laughs> yeah. He Greg, is there anything that. else you'd like to, to add about the festival, the event that's coming up here? No, just uh, make sure you get your tickets uh, at depopartbeerfest.com. Uh, uh, and we've got the link also on beerguysradio.com, too. Right. If you can right. go there, click on the link, and uh, you can take it. And we're giving away some tickets. Uh, right, exactly. They've been generous enough to exactly. donate. So get your name in the hat. Try and win some. If you don't want to Greg, are you donating? This is the first time you're hearing this? No, no, no. I've, no we've worked this we've out. Covered we've, right. we work yeah, out exactly. we've covered this. They're giving us free beer. Yeah, guys, uh, do not miss this festival. This, no, it, this, yeah. this festival will be amazing. Just go to the website. Just check out some of the beers that they've got listed already. It's off the chain. I mean, it really is a fantastic beer festival, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And, of course, we'll be there, too. We'll be there. Right. Yeah, yes, so, it's going to be a great time. Hey, listen, before you get into this week in Georgia Beer, just by the way, we went way over on this segment. So if you're listening to us on the air, check out the podcast. We'll have the whole segment on the podcast. We're going to have to chop this up. We're going to have to chop we'll this up work. for the on-air stuff, but we'll make it worth your while. Go to BeerGuysRadio.com, iTunes, Stitcher, all that kind of fun stuff. You can download the podcast and check out the entire fun stuff that we've uh, talked about over this uh, this segment. Aaron, I have a lot of notes here that I was supposed to harass Scott about. Okay, we well then we'll have to get that so in the next time he's we'll here that, because so, he's yeah. kind of harassing us we'll now. Harass what, what, what's wrong? Hold on, no, bro. Wait. We can edit no. this. What, go ahead and hit me with him. Now, uh, what when, you do is like a breakout when segment. When can I get Cold's Farm? I'm drinking some right now. Right now? You have it right I now. want no, bottles wait, I'm sorry. of Cold's Farm. I need to have I, – I need to be – we need to go back in time and give us what they gave us on July 1st. We were having Maybe a – soon. Hopefully. We were going to uh, – yes. Uh, so, so Cole's okay. Farm bottle release is going to happen. We're also going to have a future Brewers of Georgia, another one of these collabs with the home, with home brewers. That's probably going to be, be a belated birthday in okay. in early June where we're gonna actually going to be able to have a Cole's Farm release and do the – future home brewers. And there's there's been some misunderstandings in the beer world. So to clarify, Kolb's Farm release is not happening April 3rd, correct? No, it is okay. not. The bottles are not happening, and I want to apologize, but it's all kind of part of the deal that would be – it's part of the deal with the way the law is set up. And when they give us back what they took from us on the 25th of September, I can offer a – you know, 72 ounces to go, you get one Kolb's Farm, maybe you get, a, you know, a couple cans of digits, and then, you know, you mix that in. But, you know, either way, either either way, the law needs to change so Definitely. the customers, the consumers, and, and Burn Hickory can both benefit. Well, bottom line, small business has to grow in Georgia. This is a small business that is growing, that can, can be growing exponentially, and we are being held back by... Archaic laws. Yeah, it's true, but you know, even the fact that we thought about originally the day, the morning of the fest, we would have a beer release here in the morning. You know, like people would line up, get some bottles of Kolbs, hang out, try some samples of it, then go over to the festival. The law was what they made quote the deal unquote that they made in February. It's been held up. 
I'm not too sure what's going on there, but it's going to happen. But what it, it's going to happen, but it's not going to happen in time for the festival. So for, for us and the consumer both to enjoy a better bottle release, we're going to wait till we get back to the laws that they gave us on July yeah. 1st. So but however, is- Kolb's Farm and a lot of the cool variants are going to be part of the BHB land inside the people park. So people, if they come to the festival, they'll be able to try them out. But if you want a bottle to take home, you're just going to have to wait just a little bit. There you go. Yes, okay. and that All was right. a, it. Kind of pains me, but um, but that's probably the best deal for everybody. Just chill out, and again, it's a thirteen percent imperial stout. It's let big. it sit in the bottle for a while, and let it. Uh, let we'll it, have let plenty it of it too. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's going to be drinking Culp's Farm. That'd be good. So this week in Georgia Beer, we've got a lot of stuff going on. We do. Um, by the way, if you want to sign up for this week in Georgia Beer, make it easy for you. Just head to beerguysradio.com, the very top of our website. Enter your name, your email address, and uh, you'll basically get this week in Georgia Beer in your inbox. Friday morning. Friday morning at about 745 in the morning, and you're also eligible to win some cool swag, too. So uh, do right. that. It's easy, and we won't spam you. So what's going on? So uh, we'll do the abridged version here, Aaron. I appreciate so, uh, But we'll get this if you want the full scoop, go to our website or sign up for the newsletter. So uh, some events this week. Today, actually, Viking Alchemist Meadery's grand opening. So if you like mead, we do have a meadery now cool. in Marietta. Uh, go up there and check them out. I went last weekend. Tasty stuff. Great people. Yep. So check them out. On Wednesday, there'll be a three taverns beer dinner at Vinkman's. They're going to do four courses paired with three taverns beers. Seats were limited on that one. That one may be sold out. But, so uh, you know, give them a that, call yeah. and check it out if you're interested in there. Uh, beer releases, uh, kind of a short list of actual releases now. Uh, Creature Comfort's Cosmic Debris Cans. I can't wait for that. They did That'll the brewery release. Yeah. Uh, uh, they did the brewery release this week. They did the Atlanta re- release last night. Cans will be coming soon, so keep an eye out there. Uh, Monday night is releasing their first uh, canned offering. Interesting. Uh, Slap okay. Fight IPA. So they're going to have that. Uh, the brewery this week, retail next week on that one. Okay. And uh, go buy three taverns this weekend. Go check them out. They have a beer uh, called Imaginarium. Uh, I believe that's number 12. Okay. Uh, Aaron, it is a maple, ma- maple bacon, banana, coffee, porter. That's calling my name right How there. about that? I like so that interesting idea. stuff. So yeah. uh, some future releases that we've got here. Uh, Gate City starting to get some of their stuff approved coming okay. out there. Good for them. Uh, so they're, uh, they've got some new beers coming out. Uh, Jailhouse House has a one called 5150, which is an IPA. Okay. And it looks like that's going to be coming out in bottles as well as draft. Cool. So uh, Left Nut had a couple of uh, approvals, TTB approvals, so it looks like they're starting to move forward. And uh, let's see, Sweetwater Dank Tank. I saw this today. I request a little more information, but have not got a reply yet. Uh, that is a Brett IPA, which I'm a okay, big fan of. Okay, that's interesting. So okay. Hoping to get some more info on that. So, uh, from uh, Georgia, some breweries outside of Georgia, we've got uh, a lot of wheat beers okay. are coming out. It's, it's, tis a, the it's season. that time of the year. It's exactly, the season. Yeah. So, uh, Back 40. Still We're still talking. I'm back sorry, Back 40 Scotty. Bells uh, both have wheat. Okay, so. we'll, 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 you guys go ahead and we'll uh, take care so. of it. So. So that's it. So uh, Stone's new enjoy by enjoy by 420s out cool. there. Uh, some new stuff from Omnipolio. So uh, that's it. That's the that's the quick version of that, Aaron. That's Great what stuff. Got uh, head up to BeerGuysRadio.com, and uh, you can get the full list of what's going on and all that uh, fun stuff. Next week, we're going to do it live. We'll do it live. This I is the am, second time we've done this. I'm super excited to be there. Absolutely. We'll be there from 1 to 2 p.m. at uh, the uh, Depot Park Beer Festival that we just talked about. Of course, get your tickets. BeerGuysRadio.com. We've got a link there, and you can uh, sign up for tickets there and uh, we're gonna go live there a lot of cool stuff happening in april 
We've done about three months of this stuff already. This We're is getting crazy, there, man. man. I tell so you what, we've got it's good stuff coming up. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. I'm Aaron. I'm Tim. And we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Miss a show? All shows are on demand on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Tim and Aaron on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Beer Guys Radio. Call the AL line at 678-861-8-AL. More Beer Guys coming up next week. Same time, same place, same tap. Till then, here's to you. This is Tim and Aaron from the Beer Guys, and here's the deal. You've got that one friend, you know, that one you can never shop for. He's got all that cool stuff. Yeah, that guy. Well, we found something that they don't have, but they're going to want. The Atlanta Brew Box is a Georgia craft beer experience to go. Each box contains tour passes, a t-shirt, and a bunch of other swag from our local breweries. It's fully customizable, and starting at only 40 bucks, it's a great gift idea. It's unique, it's fun, and it is Atlanta. Head to BeerGuysRadio.com, click the link on the right-hand side of our webpage, and that will get you there. It's the Atlanta Brew Box, the Georgia Craft Experience in a box. It's Aaron and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer servers are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks daily. That way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guy sent you. Duke's Mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, Your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Dukes is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Dukes. It's got twang.